Video Assistant Referee It was said that introducing VAR into football would be crazy, and whilst that was said as a warning that chaos would be unleashed, this season has shown that not only does VAR often result in the correct decision being given, but the created chaos is amazing. Forget for a second a boring type of VAR, like when the ref spent a minute judging whether or not Lorente handled the ball. Shuri did indeed unintentionally hit the ball with his hip, and partly also with his hand, and sure the ref didn't see the hand angle, but forget that for a second and look at the end of the game. It's stoppage time and City are going out on away goals, but they refuse to give up. Eriksen is pressed into making a bad pass, which gets intercepted and bounces back towards Aguero. He races into the box and then plays it across goal. Sterling is perfectly in position on the spot and puts it in to win the game for City. The Etihad absolutely explodes with sheer joy, and City looked like they had another Aguero moment. But wait, here comes VAR. The referees correctly decide that Aguero was offside when the ball was deflected his way, and the goal was ruled out. Suddenly, it was like someone had sucked the air out of the stadium. City's players kept pushing, but the crowd weren't into it. They were utterly drained. Last year, VAR would have seen them make the semi-finals, as Sané had a goal disallowed, and this year VAR twice intervened to prevent them from making the semi-finals. This was a totally new kind of footballing drama, and whilst it was cruel, it was also quite incredible to witness. The King is back on his throne Kevin De Bruyne finally announced his return from injury with a performance against Spurs that honestly defies belief. He had been good for the past few games, but after being left out in the first leg, this was his first big outing since his injury woes, and he announced himself back on the biggest stage. De Bruyne was just insane, showing all his skills. He got a hat-trick of assists, and each one was completely different. First, he dribbled inside the Spurs midfield and hit a pass across the pitch to Sterling who scored. For a second assist, he ran down the right and hit an amazing low cross in front of Lloris' goal, an undefendable pass that left Sterling with an easy tap-in. His final assist saw him dribble through the Spurs midfield before sliding a nice pass in for Aguero to hit home. Sure, in the end it wasn't enough for City in Europe, but Guardiola's men still have a domestic treble to fight for, and with De Bruyne back on his throne, it'd take a brave man to bet against him. He reminded me also just how amazing he is, cause it's been so long. This was surely one of his best ever performances, if not his best. And guys, Bernardo Silva has been replacing that monster almost perfectly this season. Just think about how difficult that is. Hyung Min's son When Kane was ruled out with injury, many feared that Spurs' Champions League hopes had gone with the striker, but Son was not having any of that. He's had a more impressive season than Kane in terms of general performances, and he stepped up in a colossal way. Son's movement at the head of Spurs' attack was sublime. City couldn't get anywhere near him. He was constantly in the right place at the right time, hence why he was right there when Laporte made a weird clearance in his own box. Son's shot was instant and Ederson couldn't save it. Then less than two minutes later, he was once again perfectly placed to pick up an Ericsson pass, and almost straight away bend a beautiful ball into the back of the net, giving Spurs the lead 
and setting the table for their eventual triumph. Kane may not play again this season, but with Son playing like this, will Spurs even notice? Ederson David Gea let Messi's shot scramble underneath him in the Camp Nou. It was a humiliating moment for a great goalkeeper, but Ederson reached across Manchester and made his fellow goalie feel a little bit better. For Spurs' first goal, Ederson dove the wrong way, and then even though his feet were in the right spot, his attempt at a kick save was really bad and Son scored. And alright, he couldn't do anything for their second, but again for their third goal, he was rooted to the spot when the corner came in, when all he had to do was take a few steps forward and clear the ball out of there, or maybe, you know, save the shot. To make matters worse, the corner Spurs scored from was only a corner, because Ederson did come for the previous corner, had the ball in his hands, then dropped it. A night to forget for City's main man. Mauricio Pochettino Pochettino has often been criticized for throwing away domestic cups, or at the very least heavily prioritizing the league and then Champions League. The calls for them to simply win a trophy have been loud. And whilst that logic does hold up, this game was a case study for why Pochettino's methodology makes so much sense. Spurs have a small squad. They always have had one, even before they didn't sign anyone in the summer. They pay wages from a decade ago and don't even spend all that much when they do sign players. This means Pochettino has to juggle his squad, which doesn't really leave room for domestic cups. But again, he showed the value of discarding those cups. Spurs could come to the Etihad with energy and a focus, despite injury ruling Kane out. Spurs came with a largely fit squad and the players could give it their everything. And that energy is what allowed them to match City's intensity and progress to their first ever Champions League semi-final. No trophies yet, but you can't deny Pochettino's master plan is starting to pay off. <laughs>